Welcome to the Spiritual Recharge Podcast. This is your place to experience peace and higher consciousness while recharging the battery of your soul. So get comfortable, take a few relaxing breaths, and settle into this sacred time for yourself. So today we're diving into embodiments, becoming... <laughs> an embodiment of all these wonderful spiritual experiences. How do we actually go from theory, knowing about things, to actually embodying it? It's such a wonderful word, isn't it? Embodiment. Embodiment. So we bring the spiritual knowledge that we know, we've all read about it, we've talked about it, we've heard about it. And that's the first step is to knowing about these things. But then how do we actually experience it in our life and not just in our life, in our body, in our physical body? I'm sure you've had the experience where you have a wonderful meditation and then you just feel so good, so relaxed afterwards. And you breathe differently. Have you noticed that? You can actually finally breathe. You might notice yourself having that deep out breath where you go, ah, yes, right? And you just, ah, like you're dropping a weight, dropping burdens and, ah, there we go. Everything's all right. So that's embodiment, you know, when it comes into the body, into the feelings and physically into the body. So this is what we're going to be exploring today. How do we go from knowing about things to really feeling it <laughs> and becoming an embodiment of these different things? And what are the different things that we can embody? And how do we actually become that in a practical, real way. Because this is the Spiritual Recharge podcast. And so spiritually recharging means that there's an energy, right? There's a power that we actually are receiving into our being. Just like when you plug in your phone, if it's about to die, right? And you see that little red thing and it says, oh, phone's about to die, you know, 10%. You plug it in and it gets recharged and it goes back into the green, right? It's been filled with power, literally filled with electricity. The battery is recharged. The same thing happens with us spiritually. Same thing with your car. If it needs to be recharged or needs to be filled up with gas or whatever it is, once it's full, then you can relax. You can just enjoy. But when it's right on the edge, you're worried about it breaking down in the middle of nowhere. So I'll just share a little story with you, my own journey with this. When I started this meditation practice many, many years ago, I was 18 years old when I first came across these things, these wonderful spiritual teachings. And I remember being told, you know, the soul, you're a spiritual being. And I thought, yay, what a great thing that is. And then I remember being told, you know, the soul is a being of peace, Om Shanti. The word Om Shanti means 
I am a peaceful soul. Om means I am a soul and Shanti means peace. So I remember being told this, you are a peaceful soul. And I thought, great, that's wonderful, isn't it? And then I was also told the soul is loving, the soul is peaceful, the soul is light, the soul is happy, the soul is blissful, pure. And I remember thinking after about a year of this, well, I've figured this all out now. Isn't it great? I know all these wonderful things. You know, I read the books and I read different teachings. I went to classes and I thought, great, this is fantastic. And I did feel a lot better as well. And then I remember after about a year, I was talking to some of the older meditators who'd you know, been practicing 10, 15 years. And I remember hearing them saying things like, this is a difficult practice and I'm having a hard time you know, experiencing it fully and sometimes I get triggered when I'm at work and you know, just talking about how to actually practice and experience this. And I remember them talking about this and I remember thinking, what's wrong with these people? This is just so basic, it's so easy. Like what, why are they having a hard time? Why are they not just experiencing it? And as the years went by, what I realized is that I was stuck in this very common block where I thought that knowing about something was the same as experiencing it. So here were these people who were more advanced than me and they were actually being honest about the fact that they weren't always experiencing it and they were having some stress in their lives and that they were trying to go from one state of consciousness to a different state and they were really wanting to make that shift. And here was me as this new person, 18, 19 years old, thinking I knew everything because I, th- I knew about it intellectually. Oh, isn't it wonderful? I read all the books. I know about these things. And I thought, and this is very, very subtle, right? I didn't think this logically. I wasn't aware I was thinking this, but only in retrospect, does this make sense? I thought because I know about it, that I had become it. I never thought this, this, I didn't think about this like as a process, like now that I've heard these things, now I am this. I didn't think it like that. It was just an assumption that I made, a naive assumption. Because I know about the soul, that means that I'm spiritually aware. Because I know about peace, it means that I am peace. And it wasn't until quite a, quite a few years later that I started to actually experience the difference between knowing about things and actually feeling the things in my being in a very, very deep, very deep way, right? Because until you have the experience, until you actually really experience deep peace, you don't really know quite what it is. You might know about it, 
but there's a massive difference between hearing about peace and actually feeling peace. And the real sign of transformation is that we feel it in our physical body. So if, if someone hooks us up to one of those machines that measures our heartbeat and our blood pressure and all these different changes in the brain, you've probably seen documentaries like this, right? There are people with all these wires connected to their head, right? And they monitors and they can monitor people's physical state. When we do these practices, right? If you were to go to one of these places where they hook you up to these machines, there should be a change in our physiology, right? You don't need to like go to see some scientist and have all this. You can feel it in your body, right? You can feel it. This is what we're talking about with embodiment. Embodiment means that we genuinely feel different, <laughs> right? Like if someone's happy, someone's happy, if someone feels happy and joyful, you'll be able to tell, won't you? You can look at them and they'll go, oh, look, that person's happy. If you're driving around, right, and you see people laughing and having fun, you can see that they're happy, right? And, and if they're really happy, you'll feel it, right? If you just see somebody happy, if you see someone on the internet or you see them in person, because it's an embodied feeling, isn't it? If you see someone who's really depressed and stressed out, then what happens? We feel that as well, don't we? There are something called mirror neurons in our brain. So if you see someone who's going through a really hard time, you will actually mirror that and, and start to experience what they're experiencing. This is what empathy means, empathic people. They just absorb everything, right? So it's, a, it's good in one way because then we can really be empathic. We can empathize with people and what they're going through. Downside of it is that if we're around people who are very disturbed, we will pick it all up and feel it in our body. And then we need someone to help us <laughs> get out of that negative state. So all of these things are examples of embodiments where we actually go from theory it's not knowing about something it's actually feeling it in our body just want to take a moment now to give thanks to you for listening for being here for your beautiful presence it really means a lot to us to be doing this and connect with you and one thing that we'd really appreciate is if you could go and leave a, that way we can help grow the podcast. You can help grow the podcast. And if you have any questions or you need any extra support, just leave it in there and we'll do everything we can. If you have any topics that you'd like us to share about or anything that you like that you'd like us to do more of, just go ahead and mention that in the review and we will do everything we can. All right, let's get back to the podcast. And one of the most shocking things that I discovered after many years in my personal spiritual journey, I remember reading something that said, when you leave your body, when, you, when the soul leaves, right? Because we're all going to physically die at some point. All of the knowledge 
that we have attained will disappear from our awareness. So whether it's spiritual knowledge or knowledge of any other thing, like someone might have knowledge of engineering or they might have knowledge of marketing or business or parenting or whatever, right? All the knowledge that we've gained from school or from courses, from life, all of that will disappear. And the only thing that will remain is the feelings, the state of consciousness that we've developed through our practices of becoming an embodiment. So if, if we feel deep, deep peace on a regular basis, if we feel love, we feel bliss, we feel joy, those things will actually go with us. They're states of consciousness. They're not knowledge about things. They're actual experiences. They're states of being. That's going to go with us. But all of our fabulous books and theories and philosophies is all going to get wiped. So all we're going to be left with is the state of being, the state of being that we have. So if we're very, you know, anxious, stressed out, angry people, that's going to go with us. We're very peaceful, loving, relaxed people. That's going to go with us. And everything else is going to be wiped from our awareness. We have amnesia. That's why most of us don't remember our past lives. You might have visions of your past lives in meditation sometimes. But we are purposefully having amnesia. Amnesia is necessary because if you could remember all of your past lives right now, it would be very distracting from getting on with your life today because you think, oh, what about this person in my last life? And why, what about this? And you, do you know, because I mean? it's bad enough. <laughs> it's bad enough trying to deal with everything we've gone through in this life, right? Let alone all the other ones. Can you imagine how much more complicated it would be? Right? So that's why we we have amnesia. That's why we forget everything. So we forget everything we've learned. We forget all the people we've met. You might meet him again now, and you have a feeling about that. But we forget all the details, because otherwise it would wreck our life. It would be too complicated. But the thing we bring with us is our state of being. So if you're a loving person, that's why some babies, right? Some babies, not all babies, some babies are full of love, full of peace and such good vibrations and they make everyone happy, right? And some babies are really screaming and crying and causing trouble all the time, right? There's variety because they're bringing it with them. Some little kids are delight to be around They've never caused their parents any problems. And some little kids are really hard to deal with and they cause lots of sorrow for their parents. Right? They don't know anything because they forgot everything, amnesia, but they bring their sanskaras, their tendencies and their state of consciousness with them. 
So all of us are going to leave the body at some point. And the only thing we're going to be left with is what we have embodied during our life. And when I came to realize this, I was actually shocked. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, oh no, oh dear. Because I've spent so many years learning things and teaching about things and I've got all these books I've written and I've read loads of books and I've, you know, I'm like, know so many things in my head, but so much knowledge. And I thought, Michael, good Lord, you're gonna, none of that means anything. It's all junk, like it doesn't count. This all doesn't mean anything, right? It really shocked me when I, when I, because I heard about these things a few times and I think I ignored it. And then finally, I'm not sure quite what happened, but one day it, it's, it just sunk in. And I thought, good Lord, it doesn't mean anything. The only thing that means anything is what I'm feeling. Really shocked me when I realized that. I'm not going to remember anything. I'm not going to remember any people. I'm not going to remember any any bits of information. I'm not going to even remember who I am as a spiritual being. I'm not going to remember any of these things that we're talking about on this podcast. They're all going to disappear. But if I feel blissful and I feel peaceful and I feel relaxed and I feel happy, that is something that I actually have. And also, not only do we forget everything, all the money that we've earned, all the stuff that we have, all of our wonderful upgrades in our house. Like I've just done a whole bunch of feng shuiing, feng shui, right? Upgrades and clearing stuff out and moving things around and the house is all really nice and I'm very happy about it. None of that's going to go with me. Right? Knowledge of all these things is all gone. But if I feel... <laughs> internally satisfied and I feel relaxed and peaceful, loving. If I feel free, then that's going to go with me. And the good thing, as I'm sure you've realized from your own studies and listening to these podcasts, is that the feeling creates and attracts the situation. So if we leave our body and we bring with us peace and bliss and freedom and love and joy, we're going to attract lots of wonderful things to match that vibration. But if we feel lonely and dissatisfied and discontented and angry and lustful and stressed out and greedy and ego, which, I mean, what are we going to get, right? It's not going to be very good. So the only thing we have, the only thing that we really own, 
right now and forever, ultimately, is what we embody. And embodiment is not knowing it intellectually, it's about feeling it throughout our body. It's a spiritual feeling that goes from the soul into the brain and then throughout the whole body all the way down into our toes, into our feet. If I'm not feeling peace all the way down to my toes, then it's not real peace. It's superficial, it's intellectual. If I only feel peace in my head, <laughs> it's not embodied, is it? Because unfortunately, a lot of spirituality is people are like from the head, from the neck down, they're numb. A lot of people, I was talking to someone about this this morning, she said she's been numb from her head down, neck down, right? It's all in the head. So we need to allow the feelings to trickle down, trickle, 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 right? Beautiful little feeling trickling all the way down, little wave, wave goes all the way down into our whole being, you know, down the arms, down the back. So how do we practically do this in a real way? How can you become an embodiment? First step is to know these things, right? Like what I've just shared up to this point is just making you realize, like I have, this is real shock that the only thing we have is our feelings. Real shock to the system, but a really important shock to the system. I'm so happy I realized that. Better late than never, don't you think? Better than leave, better than dying and going, oh my God, what have I got? Nothing, right? What a shock that would be. So it's better to be shocked now. That's the first thing. Then the second thing is that we say, okay, now that I realize what I actually have and what I don't have and on a deeper level, then next thing is, what do I want to feel? You know, what do you want to feel? What do you want to embody? Because the desire, the desire comes first. So just tune into it. What would you personally, because you're a unique being, aren't you? You're, you have your whole life, you have your whole destiny, whole history, whole future, it's all yours. What would you love to embody? What would you love to experience? Sharing is a beautiful way to spread love and wisdom, kindness, blessings into the world. And if you feel our podcast has touched your life in some way and could benefit others, please go ahead and share it with somebody so that we can really reach more souls and touch more hearts and awaken more people. Maybe there's some friends that you have or 
family members who would really benefit from this, just go ahead and share it with them in whatever way you can so they can listen to it too. We'd be really grateful and they'd be grateful. So thank you so much. Right, it's a wonderful thing to ask. So, you know, for example, there's lots of things we can embody. The first one, which I feel all of us need, like just psychologically, spiritually need, is peace. Peace and rest. This is absolutely critical. If we don't feel rested and peaceful, then our life is wrecked. Let's be honest about it. Without peace, life is really nasty. It's just a disaster. It's a nightmare. So the, the fundamental thing we need is peace, calmness, relaxation, rest. You can call it by different words. Absolutely critical to feel peace. So that, that really might be number one for almost everyone. And pro probably all of us actually need that one first and foremost. Right, so you can, you can even write this down. You know, I am peace, or I choose to embody peace. That I want to embody peace, just having the interest, having the desire. That peace is very important to me. Peace is really critical to me. Peace is something that I wish to feel. Because whatever we want is what we're going to get. Whatever we focus on is what expands. So the world we live in has us running around checking messages and doing this and doing that, right? It doesn't have us focusing on peace. Why does the world not have us focused on peace? Because it doesn't serve anyone's interest, does it? If you're feeling deep, deep, deep peace, you're not going to be watching nonsense. You're not going to be buying stuff you don't need. You're not going to be running around after other people. You're just going to feel relaxed. So that doesn't serve all the, the needs of these various different nefarious forces of the world. Right? There are lots and lots of people have vested interest in you not feeling peace and you running around after things. So many people are benefiting from your lack of peace. If people benefited from your peace, then you would be promoted to do that more often. But the fact that it doesn't come up very often goes to show that people don't benefit from it. Companies don't benefit, governments don't benefit. So don't worry about it. You know, we can't change the world, can't change other people, but we can decide for ourselves. You know what? I want to be peaceful. Thank you very much. I don't care about anyone else. Let me just feel peace. And it actually will benefit the world on a much more profound and deeper level. Why am I talking about peace? Why do I encourage you to be peaceful? Because this is spiritual recharge, right? It's about feeling charged with peace and love. And the more, the more all of us feel peace, I feel the better the world will be on a, on a much deeper level. So 
So just tune into this. Peace is, of course, critical. What else would you like to feel? You can write a list. And another one that most of us need is love, isn't it? To feel love, to, to be loving, right? To be an embodiment of love. So we're sending out love. Because giving love to others makes us feel really good, doesn't it? If you send love to somebody else, right? Or out into the world, you feel good, don't you? Being loving is its own reward. Being peaceful is its own reward. So embodiment of peace, <laughs> embodiment of love, loving feelings, embodiment of gratitude. Gratitude's another one. Love is connected to gratitude. And then what else is there? Happiness. The feeling of being happy. Happy heart. Happy smile. Happy face. <laughs> Big, joyful, good feeling in your body. Doesn't that feel good? Yeah, joyful and happy. Another really important one is satisfaction and contentment, right? Being content. There's an expression, contentment is the secret to all the other experiences. The foundation, in a way. embodiment of contentment, where you can just sit down and say, you know what, I'm perfectly content, perfectly satisfied. These are the real treasures. These are the real treasures. This is why I created the Your Wish Fulfilled podcast, a different podcast is really just to come back to these feelings again and again and again. And there's, of course, more to it than that. Because we want to manifest things in our life. But really, why do we want to manifest anything? Because we want to feel different afterwards. So all this hard work we do is actually just coming back to feeling something. So peace, love, happiness, joy, contentment, satisfaction, bliss, bliss is possibly the best of all of the things, isn't it? You know, I, I've often wondered about this, like what is the, what is the ultimate, ultimate thing, really? I think it's bliss, because it's, it's just intense. Bliss is its own experience. Can you imagine if you were an embodiment of bliss, <laughs> right? Just imagine, imagine you become an embodiment of constant bliss. Well, I mean, what else would you possibly need, really? 
So you can keep adding to this list, right? But you want to choose these things that are meaningful to you to embody because this is, this is the real stuff that goes with you into your life. So the first step we talked about is realizing what is real. Second step is knowing what you want, right? Writing these things down, just having the intention that I'd like to embody these things in my life. And the third step is where are we going to get it from? Like, how can we do this practically? That is the billion dollar question, isn't it? Where are we going to get the goods from? Who can fill us up with all the good vibrations? Where is this going to appear from? Right, it doesn't just appear out of nowhere, otherwise we'd already be experiencing it, wouldn't we? If this was already here, why would we be running around after things and feeling lack? So obviously there's some other force, some supernatural force beyond what we're currently experiencing necessary. Right, and that is the source, that is the one, that is the divine, the ocean of love, the ocean of bliss, God, right? There's so many words. So we can put the words aside and we can say, okay, there's a being that is completely charged, permanently and constantly, endlessly charged. <laughs> with all of the goodies that we want, absolutely packed full to the top. And we need to get the goods, get the vibrations, get the feelings. Where are we going to get it from? We're going to get it from the source. You can get it a little bit of here and there from people, but they run out pretty quickly. You notice someone, they can be nice to you, they can be nice to you, and then they're busy. <laughs> right? Oh, I love talking to this person. It's great, it's great, it's great. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're busy. And then they, or they're nasty, nasty to you one, one day or something happens, right? So people do have good things. Let's be honest. Let's, let's not... Let's not ignore that. There are people and animals that have nice vibrations that we can receive from, but it's very, very, very temporary and limited and in small supply. So it's not going to do the trick, is it, realistically? So what do we need? We need the unlimited source of all these things so we can get the full amount, the proper dose, right? It needs to be serious amount because we have this whole world inside of us that needs to be filled up. Right, so you can imagine this being is a being of divine light. And in order to receive that light, we need to become subtle, we need to become aware that we are also spiritual energy, because only the spiritual energy can receive the spiritual energy. Think of it this way, right? Imagine that there's 
money, right? You can receive wealth. Just just imagine it's a different example that there's someone who can send you massive amounts of money, right? But you have to go to a certain place in order to get it. You can't just get it here. You have to go somewhere else first. You have to put in certain codes. And once you've done that, then you can receive all the money you need. Right? So you can get it, but you have to do something and you have to go somewhere and you have to connect to something in order to receive it. Even physically, right? Someone might want to send you money. You need to have all the codes. You have to have everything set up and then you can get it. It's a similar thing spiritually. We have to go into a spiritual awareness that we are these tiny little shining happy souls, spiritual beings. That's the place, that's the awareness. And then once you are aware of who you really are, you're not this little person, this character, this body, you're this tiny, powerful spiritual being. Once you're aware of yourself as this spiritual being, then you can receive this massive amount of power that's shining down like a beam of light. And the key thing here is to come into that beam of light so you can move into the light. If you're not feeling it, you're not in the light. And so we have to get in the, in the light. There is actually a beam of light shining down. We just need to get into it. You can see it, you can feel it. It's a subtle thing. But it's really there. It's just coming into <laughs> coming into the good feelings. And then you stand in the light, or you go into the light and you say, okay, let me feel this peace, feel this love. Let me feel it. And let me bring that energy all the way into my body, into the cells of my body. Let's just take a moment now just to allow that energy to come all the way down. And just breathe it in. Breathe it in <laughs> and let it trickle into your whole body all the way down into your feet and all around you and sending that energy all around you, creating a wonderful aura around you. It goes into, if you're sitting down, it goes into the seat, it goes into the walls, it goes like an aura of light. So you're receiving it. And then sending it all around <laughs> and feeling it in your body. Feel it in your body. Feel those wonderful feelings in your physical body. So just breathe it in, breathe in that wonderful energy from beyond, from the one. And let it come into your whole being and just see yourself as an embodiment, an embodiment of love, of peace, contentment. <laughs> Just 
And just let that energy fill your whole being and just enjoy the feeling. This shining light is shining down into your whole being. And just notice how good that feels and realize this is real. This is real. This is what you can bring with you. Everything else in the universe is changing. Everything you own is going to end at some point. But the spiritual energy is on a different level. That is what you actually own. You have ownership over the good vibrations. They belong to you. When you receive it, when you enjoy that, and when you develop that, then that is yours, truly yours. just take a few more breaths now and just really be open to receive even more into your whole body, into your whole being. Whatever it is that you need, whatever it is that you are really looking for, just receive it on this spiritual level and bring it into your whole body, making your nervous system relaxed. Your breathing gets more relaxed. And all is well. And notice how you feel different and better in one way or another. 
so as you move into your day into your week ahead just keep these things close to your heart close to your awareness that the only thing real permanent is what you embody and that is actually the most important thing in life And it's going to help with everything else as well. So when it comes to relationships and money and business, etc., and all these different details of life, it's going to be easier, much easier to manage all those things and do a good job taking care of it when you feel internally satisfied. So the big question is, how can I become an embodiment of peace, an embodiment of light? And we know the answer to that is by receiving from the source. And bringing it into your being. Just enjoying that wonderful feeling. So a little simple practice is when you wake up in the morning, just remember, who am I? I'm a spiritual being. And what is the only thing I'm going to take with me? It's the feelings. And what do I want? I want to feel good. <laughs> I want to feel peace. I want to feel love. Bliss. How am I going to get it? I'm going to connect with the source of all the good feelings. And then you start your day having already attained everything. And then everything else is going to be a lot easier to deal with and to enjoy as well. And life is here to enjoy. And it's much more enjoyable when we're not stressed out and we're relaxed and feeling good throughout your whole being from tip to toe, top of your head, all the way down to your feet. And other people will say, oh, look, you're so relaxed, you're so loving, you're so peaceful. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> ah, yes. So then you become a wonderful peaceful presence, loving presence in the world for others. So you are an embodiment of all success. Have a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful rest of your day, wonderful week ahead. And just play a little game. How much can I receive? How much can I embody? How much can I feel? And just be open to increasing it and increasing it. And just see it as a game. How much more can I embody today? How much more can I feel? Just be open to that wonderful wave of good feeling flowing through your whole being. ease and grace.
straight down from the source, from the one, the ocean of bliss. Right, thank you so much for your beautiful presence and have a wonderful, wonderful week. Talk to you soon. Lots of love and blessings. Just wanted to mention that if you enjoy this podcast and resonate with it and you'd like more, go ahead and make sure that you follow the podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever it is that you listen to it. So that way you get notified of any new things. And we're going to be doing new and different things from time to time, extra little bits and pieces. So you'll learn about all of that as well. So I just wanted to mention that. Go ahead and follow the podcast.